0: I'm Angela Ross and this is SoCal Voices. It's almost time for the midterm election. So I wanted to touch base with a guest we had on the podcast a few months ago. She began the organization, We're the People as a documentary focused on Wendy Davis's 2014 gubernatorial campaign in Texas. From there, she has moved her focus to voter outreach and advocacy to increase voter turnout nationwide, specifically among 18 to 24 year olds. Lots going on in the world and as usual, I'm excited to get her take on how recent events may impact young voter turnout in just a few days. Kim Moffitt, welcome back to
1: SoCal Voices.
0: How you doing today?
1: I'm excellent, how are you doing? Thanks for having me back.
0: Oh, I'm doing great and glad to have you. You know, I know that when you were on the show uh, previously, we had talked about you coming back in November after uh, the midterm so we could wax forth, but there's just been so much going on. I thought, no, 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 no. I need to get her insight like now before <laughs> uh, this, this thing actually comes to a head. And as yeah. with the last time, there's been so much news, so much going on. And I just wanted to, to touch base with you to talk a little bit about how you feel some of what's been happening may end impact uh, voter turnout and and what the mood of voters is. So I I wanted to start with, um, you know, how we talked about last time where the the conventional wisdom was that this midterm election was going to be a a red wave. And then we heard about uh, the draft opinion with Roe v. Wade, which turned out not to be a draft after all, as we know. And then there's just all this other stuff going on. Um, what is your sense uh, of the mood of voters that you've been talking to as you have worked to get the vote out for this election?
1: Um, Mixed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm hearing from people that are very excited, very enthusiastic about turning out. Um, You know, we can look at things like Kansas, what happened in Kansas. I think that this is going to be a referendum on things like Dobbs, um and and that is exciting. It's exciting to hear about people that are are looking forward to casting their ballot. And I hear from a lot of people that are um one don't know what a midterm is or that there are midterms happening. Um people that are not quite sure you know, they're they're feeling like they gave one party their vote 2 years ago and haven't seen what they thought would happen and they're trying to figure out, well, They're telling me if I give them two more senators, I gave you 50 senators, what do you need from me? And so it's a lot of educating, like, yeah, I do understand that. But, you know, unfortunately, 50 just means a split and we need to send more senators in there if we want to do things like abolish a filibuster and protect voting rights and all that kind of stuff. So it's a a little bit mixed. But, um, you know, as we're heading into the last couple of weeks here, I think. People are talking about it a little bit more, um, seeing more about it on social media, and I'm hoping that that, inter- that turns into not just education, but enthusiasm, because that's mm-hmm. really what's going to um, drive people out to the polls.
0: So uh, you say it's mixed. Give me a little bit more detail about what, what you're hearing. Is, is it a specific issue? Is it kind of just all globbed together? Is it lack of knowledge about processes? What is it that's making people feel like they feel?
1: Um, I think that for people who are not quite sure what the midterm is, it is a lack of education around this election and around non-presidential elections. Um, It's just, you know, we, presidential elections, there's more um, national debates, there's more national conversation, even though there obviously is right now, but um, you just, you just see it kind of overtaking a little bit more. So the midterms sort of feel like, oh, I didn't, we just voted. I got to vote again. (laughs) And, and, you know, we're constantly talking about politics. And if you're not super into it, then it just feels like I don't I don't want to do this anymore
0: Yeah,
1: Uh, because it's exhausting. But um, so I think that for that, it is a lack of education around the election, which is fine. That's you know what that is. That's easy to overcome because that's just more conversations. What's harder to overcome is explaining to somebody why their vote matters when they're already feeling like it doesn't. That's mm-hmm. a little bit harder to overcome. Everything is figure outable. Everything is, um, you can overcome almost anything. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. just a different type of conversation. But I think the education around it is maybe a little bit easier.
0: Talk a little bit about um, what your days have been like uh, leading up to uh, November 8th, in, in terms of the, the, the conversations and the education that you're doing and the work. Talk a little bit about the day to day to get people to participate in this process and to go to the polls.
1: Yeah. Uh, right now, you know, my focus is on education. So actually, this weekend, um, I am putting together a, a pretty extensive voter guide that is not, you know, my organization is nonpartisan. So it's not here's who's running. Here's where their positions lie. It's really just, here's what a governor does. Here's what your county commissioner does. Here's what the railroad commissioner does. Um, not every single state has these positions. Um, not everybody knows what they these little, you know, quote, little, um, still very important positions actually do. So educating them on that. Because if you don't have, let's say, a senator um, on the ballot this year, Maybe it doesn't feel like that's that important of an election. So you're not quite sure if you want to get out there and cast your ballot. But once you start to read a little bit more about what a mayor does, what your city attorney does, um, you might feel a little bit more empowered to get out there and, and do the research and make sure that you are actually casting your ballot and, and having a voice this November. So um, it's this weekend has been pretty much nonstop, like looking up all these positions, um, creating this voter guide, which will be available here in the next couple of days, um, talking to people about uh, what this election means, what this election means to me, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed too, that there seems to be Uh, In in, in the conversations I'm having uh, with folks, there are a lot more younger people who are engaged than um, I have typically observed now that cuts both ways. I mean, there, there is an awareness level and I'm interested and I'm going to vote and I'm studying all this stuff and I'm I'm really into it. And then there is a, yeah, I know there's an election, but like, as you referenced earlier, I voted and I didn't get what I wanted immediately. And so now I'm totally disengaged and I, I'm just not, I'm not going to participate. Um, but it is interesting to see younger people uh, talking about this in ways that they realize I've really got to be part of this in some way because otherwise I I I don't get what I want. What What are you hearing from young folks?
1: I mean, it is a little bit like that, right? And and you see it on both. Uh, no matter how where po- people's political allegiances lie, we do see that. Mm-hmm. I am so far into this one political belief that i'm not going to vote but i'm going to talk about it a lot even just um you know after the supreme court decision came out i happened to be uh on my way to dc anyway so i i was on a a trip on a train trip so i um kind of changed things around so i could stay in dc for the night and go out to the court Mm -hmm. and um Separate from the organization, go out there and uh, protest the court for a little while. And there were a lot of people out there that were protesting that were not registered to vote. And so I think it's just mm-hmm. reminding people, like you know, I, I get it. You're mad. You're taking actions. I, I'm here. I'm here for it. And and this is important. It is also important that you're out there actually casting your ballot because if you're not going to go out there, you can talk about it. You can argue about it. You can debate about it. You can tweet about it. You can you know. Do TikTok and Facebook and whatever you need to do. Do those things. Be out loud in your feelings. Be in your feelings. If you're not going to cast your ballot in November, it it was a little bit for, not for nothing, but it wasn't for much, you know?
0: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because that's the, that is the one score that matters, right? The, yeah. the, the votes. Um, everything else is is around it, helps with the process and understanding, but the only thing that gets counted is, is the actual ballot that is cast. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we are aware of a situation in um, Los Angeles in the recent days where city council members, three of them, and a labor leader were caught uh, on recording saying some pretty heinous stuff, and uh, we don't necessarily need to rehash all of that here, but uh, it's been all over the place, but the thing I did want to touch base with you about is what you felt uh, the impact on voting uh, might be. Uh, do you think that it will cause more people to turn out, or do you think it will be a turn off and people will just look? I can't deal with these people. I'm just. I'm not even going to vote, or, or or a little bit of both, and 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 why?
1: You know, that's a great question. And to be honest, I, I don't know the answer because, um, we've got a couple of, uh, one of the council members it did not um win his bid for re-election in the primary so he's out he's the one that said oh I don't recall the conversation which right is,
0: right weak man that's weak uh, yeah it's, uh, we it's not doing up, the work you think you. it needs <laughs> we hear uh, your voice we you know come on it, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> also come if you on. don't remember then how many times are you having this conversation that's mm-hmm. m- immediate my thought it, you know um the the president has stepped down and now um left office completely the labor leader has left office completely Mm -hmm. um and then i think so that just leaves um kevin de leon and i he is not up for re-election until 2024 so he's not on the ballot so i i truly don't know um i can tell you that if any one of them were on the ballot this November, I think it would make a stronger, I mean, rush to the polls and get Mm -hmm. them out of here. Mm -hmm. Um, And instead, we just have a lot of um, online conversations about how he needs to step down as well. Every single person that was in that conversation is should not hold an office anymore cannot be trusted with the public anymore mm-hmm. and what i would like to see is a shift in in the conversation that is correct and anybody that is willing to, that has that conversation cannot be trusted with the public support period because you're not going to be here for everybody that you're representing so that there's no conversation to be had here um you need to go take some time, do some real education for yourself, <laughs> get some therapy, yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're done in public life. Um, but what I would like to also see is us having conversation about how important it is to make sure that we know who our leaders are that we're electing. We're not just electing based on I've seen their name before. Their billboards are interesting to me. <laughs> um, and we need to make sure that we're really getting in there and doing the research on our
0: folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- for a lot of people, the the news was not surprising, necessarily. Uh, we do know that there are anti-Black racism, anti-Semitism, all these threads running. There, there was hardly anybody they left off the list there uh, in that conversation. Wow. But um, it was quite disappointing because, as you say, when people vote for folks, especially when these folks campaign on Things like unity and this and that, uh, you you kind of have some expectation that they're going to actually at least try to do what people elected them to do, uh, and not necessarily treat the whole process as a zero sum game where uh, they're really only out for themselves. Uh, I think that was one of the most, other than the overt racism that came out of this conversation, it's just how laid bare it was that these folks were just trying to clutch power for themselves. And yeah. um, uh, it really left uh, a bad taste uh, in the mouths of, of, of residents. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that, how that all shakes out.
1: I mean, it was a conversation about maps, you know, so, yeah. so it, it, it is a conversation about um, who holds the power and and making sure that they take as much as they can for themselves, not for, you know, bettering the city the people that they are supposed to be representing mm-hmm. it's how much power and we see this play out you know here in the city council we see it see it play out in the senate we see it play out in the house and so it, you know it, it really falls to us to make sure that when we hear something like this we we have a chance we have to fire these people you mm-hmm. know and we get the chance um one of i think it was uh west wing said that we have a chance every two years to um legally Overthrow our government, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know when when we're paying attention to what our elected leaders are saying and doing. If we don't like that, we cannot continue to vote these people into office. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can look at what happened, what's happening in Georgia right now. Uh, you got Herschel Walker. He's awful. He's awful, but he is not doing terrible as far as polling goes because he has an R next to his name. I, you know, we cannot continue to elect the same people just because they we like the party that they're a part of, even if we're well, we not yeah. like person and, that doesn't. And,
0: right, and and we've heard people say that they they know that he is you know grossly unqualified for public office, but they will vote for him because they want the Senate. I mean, that's what it comes down to, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you yeah. know, it, it's 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 a pretty low bar. Uh, when you have demonstrated that you really don't have the qualifications to do something, um, and there's a lot of baggage uh, that, that flies in the face of what you purport to be about, and then everything about you is, well, no, actually, he did do this, or he really doesn't support that, and folks are going to cast their ballot for an individual like that anyway. We have have we ha- not had enough experience with having someone unfit for office be in office? Have we not seen uh, what that yields? Um, it really makes you wonder. Uh, you know, the last time you were on uh, the podcast, you said something that really, really uh, resonated with me. It said, "No matter what you do every day, something is on the ballot for you." And mm-hmm. I find that really uh, hopeful and inspiring this cycle because it's a, it's real easy to just go they're all nuts they're all crazy i don't want any part of this it's insane um but you can't disengage completely because as we have said before the person running for your school board the person running for your county supervisor the person running for city council uh that hyper local situation that's what's really going to impact you and your family. It's not that the statewide offices don't. Of course they do. It's not that who is president doesn't matter. Of course it does. I mean, we have really seen that in a way mm-hmm. we probably haven't seen in quite uh, some time. But um, that local touch uh, is, is critical. And, and you better play a part because they're going to be a hole up in your grill if they, if they get elected, right? They're going to be making yeah. policy decisions mm-hmm. that determine the quality of your life. When when you share that kind of information um, with folks, do you find that they are surprised or do they go, oh, I mean, do you see the light bulb go off, you know, over their head? Like, oh yeah, I get it. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think it's a good reminder for people. Look, democracy, I I say it all the time. Democracy depends on you. It will not wait for you. Um, It doesn't. Yeah, man, maybe, maybe you don't like your candidates. One of them is going to get elected. There's not some magical no button where we just all decide we don't like any of these candidates so none of them get elected. Um, And it's important to remind people of that because we're all adults that live in the real world. And unfortunately, that means that sometimes we are not gonna get the absolute perfect thing every single time, right? But you have to, if, if you stand back What is like more likely to happen is that somebody who is diametrically opposed to everything that you believe in, everything that you care about is going to have twice the voting power against you. That's not any better. That's not any better than saying, "Okay, this I'm going to give you this candidate because it is, you know, it's the best we can do right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But for their term, I am going to push them. As hard as I can to focus on the things that I want them to focus on. And mm-hmm. if they cannot do that, when their term is up, they're out of here. And here's the other thing: is if you don't like your candidate, you push and push, you're still not getting the thing you want, you can also run for office.
0: Well, I wanted <laughs> very to ask you, I wanted to ask you if you had encountered anyone this time around, since we're a little bit closer uh, to the actual election, who has decided to do that or someone who, you know, who was seriously considering doing that?
1: I have not, but I would love to. Mm I, uh, I, it's always my pushback. Anytime someone says, um, you know, they're all a bunch of jokers. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you, that's always my pushback to anything is I hear you. What are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you going to run? Are you going to start talking to people in your community and see if there's somebody else who can run? Maybe you don't want to. That's totally okay. But maybe there's somebody that you know that would also be an excellent candidate for next time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think one of the hardest things to get, uh, especially younger voters, to recognize is that okay, yeah, you voted this time and you may not have gotten everything, but that's like that's not like oh God, I'm just going to throw the whole thing away and I'm never going to participate again. It's it's it is a a long running situation right it's a what we say it's a marathon not a sprint you have it's going to come up every couple years or so and you've got to be involved every every time and sometimes you're going to get what you want sometimes you may not um but you can't just throw the whole thing out because this is your government this is your country this is how it works and it only gets better and works the way you want to if you are at the table you have a voice and say something and and do something constructive and positive (laughs) to help make it uh be what you want it to be
1: yeah. That's the key there, right? Constructive, constructive and positive. Like,
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. A lot of people say a lot of things. How much of it is, is doing anything? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and your vote is, is one of those ways to say something and do something.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit more about your organization. Uh, what happens after November 8th? Uh, do you immediately begin cycling uh, for the next big election? Uh, what, what's on the table? Um,
1: we, well, this, this next 18 months post this election is a period of growth for us as we try and expand into more of a nationwide picture, which is very exciting and daunting at the same time. Um, but it is exciting and we do kind of run two planes at the same time. So, um, we are, you know, on November 9th, well, November 10th. I don't I think November 9th, I'll still be awake from the 8th. (laughs) Um, So let's call it the 10th. On the 10th, we start looking at the 18 months up to the 2024 primaries, just everything needed to get us the programming and everything needed to get ready for primary so that once those hit, we are good to go for the for the last like six months of the year into November. Um, But then we are also trying to really make sure that people are engaged in their you know municipal elections in their off cycle elections in their runoffs and their special elections uh all of that so we are um that'll be a focus as well is while we're kind of looking nationwide also keeping an eye on you know on alaska school board election and making sure people know what's on their you know what's at stake there um mayor's elections and any type of thing that's happening
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, you know, uh, that expansion, that growth is always, always a challenge, but uh, wish you well with that. Um, you guys are doing great work. It's important work, uh, especially if we intend to hold on to democracy as we know it, uh, and try to refine it and make it better for more people as opposed to taking rights away and diminishing mm-hmm. uh, voting power uh, of people um yeah. tell yeah. us again where we can find you online and and out on, on social media
1: come on over it's uh we the is the website uh we voter guides and, and it'll have all the social media links there as well but uh you can also find us on instagram and facebook at we're the people, O-R-G, and Twitter, we're the people.
0: All right. Well, thanks very much, Kim. Great to talk to you as always and uh, try to get some sleep on November 9th. <laughs> Who needs it? <laughs> Who needs to leave after that, right? Yeah, I, you guys to be on adrenaline for uh, probably a couple of days after yeah, that. For but sure. yeah. thank you for the outreach you're doing. Uh, voting is important. Uh, y'all hop on over and, and uh, visit Kim and, and, and her organization and do the right thing. Participate so that your voice will be heard. Thanks so much, ma'am. Thank you. I'm Angela Ross. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow SoCal Voices on social media at SoCal Voices and hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. We love to hear from our listeners. So drop us a line at contact us at SoCalVoices.com.